Okay, Rabotei, we are discussing the halachot of uh, Lashonara, and here we're going to start the topic that is the most relevant and the one that people struggle with the most. And the reason why they struggle with it is because it is, it is somewhat of a gray area, which is the permission to speak Lashonara Lito'elet. And when I say the permission to speak Lashonara Lito'elet, to speak Lashonara for a constructive purposes, we have to clarify that it is not necessarily only a heter. It's not only a, uh, it's a permission. There's going to be many times where it's going to be an obligation for somebody to speak. And it's going to be what we would call it a mitzvah. The, uh, the, 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 the great student of the Chavetz Chaim, Rav Elchanan Wasserman, who was uh, who was uh, uh, murdered in the, in the, in the, in the Holocaust? Hashem Yikum Damo writes in his famous Sefer Kobotzi Arotzi Ayin that he explains that the prohibitions of man unto his friends, the whole essence of Ben Adam Lechavero means is that you are doing it in a way of a destructive purpose, Kilkul Veashchata, and then there is the prohibition of uh, all the prohibitions come along with it. You're hating him and you're destroying him. But just like when somebody has to lie, Mipnei Darkeh Shalom, Rav Tzadok Cohen explains, that's not called a lie, that's called Shalom because the whole purpose of truth is to bring the Shalom. And if this is going to be bring Shalom, that's also a form of truth. So th- same thing to over here. When somebody speaks Lashonara Toelet, it's not called Lashonara just it's permitted because of Toelet. It is not called Lashonara. It's called a constructive speech. The whole purpose, the whole prohibition of Lashonara is that you are destroying, you are testifying negative, and therefore you're, you're, you're being mazik, you're harming someone. Over here, you're not harming, you're bringing a Toelet. You're bringing a positive, maybe not to this person, but, but to, to the other people that you're speaking about. And this would have ramifications, for example, let's say one not only is violating Lashonara, but he's violating other prohibitions, like, uh, God forbid, somebody has to speak Lashonara, against his father. So he's also violating the But in this regard, since it's all part of Ben Adam Lechavero that you're allowed to do it, so it's it's uh, it, it, all these prohibitions would be uh, would be would be waived. Indeed, um, that's what Rav Zilberstein writes in the name of the Sefer Chasidim, brought down in the in the Sefer that I'm quoting. Uh, uh, what uh, what can I say today? Page one thirty eight. That indeed, when it's something that, that is constructive, other prohibitions would also be waived. Okay, so um, let's say, for example, you know that somebody steals. You know that somebody steals and, uh, and, he's, uh, and, and he's about to go to someone and make some deal. And you know he might rob the person or he might l- 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 you know, borrow money and not pay back. Things of the like. So the Chavetz Chaim basically delineates... Um, different conditions, seven different conditions where lito'elet would be allowed, where lito'elet would be allowed. Now, uh, it's difficult because on one hand, you want to know all these seven conditions. On the other hand, there are going to be some cases where you think that you're not going to speak and you should help the other person by speaking out. So that's why these conditions have to be understood properly. We'll try to, we'll try to explain in, in a condensed form. Number one, you have to know what you're saying, first-hand knowledge. Number two, you can't start misinterpreting the situation. You have to, um, you, you have to have an objective, uh, 
halachic standpoint that you know that this was that this was what happened. The third condition is a little tricky. It's about rebuking. The Sharit Teshuvah Rabbeinu Yonah says, before you speak about someone, you should go rebuke him. Now, this prohibition is tricky because, uh, first of all, the person standing in front of you asks you, what do you think about this guy? Say, oh, wait, give me a minute. I have to go rebuke him first, then I'll come back to you. It's not going to happen now, for many reasons. Number one is that the mitzvah of rebuke nowadays, many poskim say that we do not know how to properly rebuke. And since we do not know how to properly rebuke, uh, it could be that we would be exempt. I would say that if a person thinks that he could achieve benefit from rebuking, then indeed it would be a proper thing. The Shalit Shuvah says ra'ui. He doesn't write it as a complete obligation, even though the Hafez Chaim seems to call it an obligation. But Shalit Shuvah says it's proper to do it. Nevertheless, if this is such a situation where he thinks he'll have a benefit, yes, he should rebuke. But it won't always apply if he doesn't think that that's not going to work. Number four, he should not exaggerate. He should relate. And not only that, he should mitigate. He should try to minimize what happened. He should try to mitigate damages. He should try to like say only what is relevant. He doesn't just start saying the whole, you know, the whole Gansa Megillah about the person. He has to, he has to tone it down a little bit. Anybody who asks, anybody who asks needs to know applies to anyone, anybody who comes to ask you. Okay, number five, you have to have intention not to harm, but you have to have an intention that you're doing it little edit. For example, I spoke to someone this week about it, I told him, this is, is this little edit, I asked him, is this a constructive purpose? Because if it's not going to be a constructive purpose, you're just saying it and, you're, and you don't have that intention. Even though it is a constructive, but you don't have intention for it, that is not that that the Chafetz Chaim proves from many sources that that's not going to be okay. Number six, there's no other way of 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 of, uh, of of avoiding it. It's kind of like rebuke. If there would have been another way, you could have really uh, you could have really avoided it. And number seven is limited repercussions. You're only allowed um, <clears throat> you're only allowed to say something that is going to limit more than what would have happened. But for example, if you relate an incident and because you related, he's going to suffer more damages than, than what he would have suffered because he did that thing, that's not going to be allowed. Okay, we'd have to explain that seventh tonight a little bit more. But that's basically the overview of To'elet. Bezat Hashem tomorrow, we'll discuss more in detail where these things would happen. It would, would be applicable. Chazaku Baru.